When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 or 107.7 out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Sorry, my mouth doesn't want to work again tonight. To the thing at the foot of the bed. I am one of the co-hosts of this show. This show is live right now. Um, my name is Laura Lee Potvin. I will introduce my amazing co-host in just a second. I am another host on the network, I guess, or another show on the network. How about that? The Angel Rock on Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There will be a show this Monday because in Canada, it is Thanksgiving Day weekend, but it isn't around the rest of the world. So I have a returning guest. I'm going to throw that in quickly. Uh, Julie Jean Bassett, amazing animal communicator, both earthside and as a medium. So it's going to be a good show. So bring your comments and questions. You maybe want to ask her about your own pets. Okay. So anyways, on to this. So we stream all over the world, um, but right now, if you want to watch us and you want to join in the conversation, you can head over to YouTube, either uh, UFO Paranormal Radio, and you can also see us on the Facebook page as well. You can go to my co-host David Hansel's YouTube channel, which is The Spirit Experience, and he's also got a group he's streaming to under the same name on Facebook. I am streaming on my own Facebook profile, which is Laura Lee Potvin, and you can find that easily, or The Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin on YouTube. We're also streaming on Facebook under Canada's Most Haunted, UFO Undercover. I think it's the Central Eastern News on the flip side on Facebook. And lastly, we have a TV channel called Under Roku. So you want to check that out. We're streaming there tonight live under the network channel. To find that, you're going to sign into your account on Roku. It's free to watch. Um, you're going to do go to the channel store and search for UFO space P as in paranormal. There'll be a drop down list and you're going to be looking for UFO space paranormal and United Public Radio. I am working on Joe Montaldo, who is the owner of the network for a channel code, which hopefully will make it a little easier. And while I'm at it, I usually try to do this. I'm going to get Joe. I don't know. We got a little bit of backup there. Dave, you got something playing in the background? No. Yeah, maybe. Or just a ghost in the machine. Ghost in the machine. Sorry, guys. No. I'm gonna Did give something. I'm gonna give Joe Montaldo a shout out. He is the owner of this network and provides this incredible space to bring people from all around the world together. If you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, there's something for everybody on this network. We have all different kinds of shows and we stream multiple shows daily, seven days a week on the network live. When we're not live, we do have some syndicated shows as well as the archive servers playing. The network's been around for over 25 years, so there's some incredible incredible shows out there. I think I've remembered everything and I will I over to Dave. Did you tell them who you were? Yes, you did. I, I think I, you did. No, I tell them. I did. Yeah, I, tell them who you are. I Don't said that, but I am a Canadian clairvoyant medium, mm -hmm. crystal Reiki, energy healer, Kashuk Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor and registered nurse. What would I do without you, Dave? 
tell them all about you. <laughs> Hi, Jane. She's here from Central Louisiana. So who are you, Dave? Or did I lock up? We got crazy together. Uh, oh, there we go. It's yeah, probably we both, we both for a minute, but we're back. So my name we is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium. Go ahead. Sorry, hon. Okay. So that's okay. So my name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium or medium. I am also a channel a paranormal investigator. I do Reiki and I love talking to people on the other side. And I love talking this metaphysical stuff that me and Laura Lee are about to talk about. And before we start, Laura Lee, I kid you not why we were, why you um, had the promo going, the beginning going, um, a ice cream truck went by and it's 7.15. Now, the funny thing about that, for those of you are watching, the first subject we're going to talk about today are water babies and um, water spirits and so on and so forth. And Laura Lee was just telling me a story about a child who had um, had a bad experience in the water, let's say for now. And that truck went by. So that was very synchronistic, you know, that that went by. So apparently we're supposed to talk about all these things today. Well, I'm going to give you a heads up and I should have said that I was hoping because it looks like it's clearing up. We've had really bad weather here. It seems if I move this further back because the router is directly below, it doesn't matter. I have tried even hardwiring it or whatever. I have the fastest internet speed possible. It's been upgraded even in the ground. I don't know what it is. Uh, we got lots of crazy. I always don't. I, you know what? I have a long enough intro, so I never throw this in, but I am very well versed in the paranormal as well. David and I are very well versed in near-death experiences, both having had one myself as a toddler, David as an adult. I have also studied them uh, for over 40 years professionally and personally, as well as I am extremely well versed in the paranormal, having lived it for many years. <laughs> so hi, yeah, Howie. <laughs> Hey, Howie. Do you know what I find fascinating and kind of strange is the fact that we have AI that can literally, you can ask it any question you want and it'll find the answer. We have Google. We have, we have this technology that is beyond belief right now mm -hmm. and we can't keep a signal. <laughs> it's like, isn't that funny? We can't keep a signal. Um, that's on, it's a, it works the same way over where I am, Laura Lee. Uh, Laura Lee's in Canada and I'm in the States. Oh, you know what I forgot to tell you? I filmed yeah. something super strange last night in the sky. I am a night owl, as is my partner. So he's, I thought I was filming. Thank God I didn't get all his commentary because he's insisting it's a plane and he pulls out his tracker. And I'm going, why is the plane not moving? Why is the plane very large with the naked eye. I've not seen it in that position where it was. And then it's turning from blue to yellow. And then it looks like it's spinning. And then it goes flat. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling you. Hey, Jonathan Keyworth, welcome. So I'm not sure what this thing was. It did not move. I found Orion's belt very easily. Oh, we should give Howie a shout out. Howie has the Rift Nation Network. David and I have been on his show before the Orion Effect. Um, check him out. He's got some great programming there. And also I'm going to give Jonathan Keyworth a shout out too. He usually goes under JK47 uh, Paranormal. He does some own things on some things on his own on Tuesdays with EVP work. With that being said, quickly, I'm going to give a shout out to Grizzly True Crime. As you all know, I'm a true crime fan and Surviving the Survivor, too. The best, I think, true crime shows on YouTube. The reason why I like them 
is because they stick to the fact or to the facts and they are very uh, centered with empathy around the people that have suffered because of these crimes. So check them out if you can, but I bring it up because Jonathan does a lot of EVP work and he's been working on the Alan Greenberg case. If you're not, if you're not familiar with that, you can look up gavinfish.com. Uh, he's a local reporter. Uh, he's been, it, all the facts are there. You can also look it up on surviving the survivor or grizzly true crime. There's files there. These people need your help. These parents, they've been searching for justice for over 11 years for their daughter, there's something really fishy going on with this. Um, they labeled this poor woman, Ellen's death, a suicide. And uh, she was stabbed 20 times, 10 in the front, 10, 10, 10 in the back. And what nobody seems to focus on, maybe it's because I'm a nurse, two of those wounds to the back of the head were sustained after she died post-mortem. So please check it out. This family, her parents really need your help. I want to throw that in there. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. That's okay. And... So I know we're going to talk about water babies, but also I got to bring up, I said, I think I sent you the video speaking of things in the sky. There's a, there's this, and I, you know what? And I wish I had his name and I don't, and I'll give it to you guys, but there's this guy in TikTok. He doesn't do any paranormal stuff. And he doesn't do any, Hey, look, it's a monster in the sky stuff. He literally has a super duper high powered, um, uh, telescope. telescope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what he does is is he has a live he does a live on TikTok where he lets you watch the moon with him. So he films the moon. I bet stuff. he sees all kinds of stuff on the moon. Well, it was just on TikTok, and I, I think it sent it to you. He finally caught something on accident. It's plain and simple. I will try to find it. Um, but the telescope's just pointing at the moon, and you see this black thing just go sailing across the moon yeah. just, like, I've all kinds. yeah and i and i thought and we all was looking and then people said certain things i had to think about it because i thought well things in space usually aren't propelled anywhere unless it has some sort of energy behind it propelling it otherwise it kind of floats in space this obviously was propelled so even if it was a rock um whatever that is or maybe you know who knows maybe it's a um a satellite too. They weren't quite sure, but um, nobody said anything about it yet. I think that governments everywhere are pretty much leaving that to the side right now, even though they know, but I don't know, but it was really quite interesting. So I totally believe your story, Laura Lee, because I know that you are, you're like me. It's like, I need to know what this is and I'm going to try to debunk it right now and try to figure it out. And it's like, if you can't, then you have to just make it a unidentified thing and that's it i think people are even afraid to say that but you shouldn't be nowadays if you ever see something in the sky and it's something that you've never seen before there's nothing wrong with reporting it nowadays because everybody knows there's stuff out there and maybe we need to know these things maybe somebody does need to know something and I'm if you're still here i'm going to queue up something sorry oh, i'm going to okay. queue up while we're talking because for our water things because locally i have said this i live before we have everything you could possibly think of with the paranormal and i it's swear to god well. people know i do the paranormal in my city so they'll send me stuff i forgot all about this i was trying to find you know with winter's long here no we don't we don't people like to think that we <laughs> live in the 
been asked that if we only eat, um, what is it, back bacon and maple syrup? And what's the last one? Oh, do I have a pet penguin or a pet polar bear? I have been asked all those questions. Anyways, people do ice fish. And <clears throat> Caught on one of the lakes uh, locally around here, and people got pictures. They were seeing this in the hole. It's pretty creepy in the water, let me tell you. Well, why um, Laura Lee is uh, queuing that up. For those of you who are listening, when you hear the word water baby or anything like that, I'm going to quickly read something for you that explained that to you um, while she's queuing this up. Do you want me to up. play that video too, Dave? I have that video that you sent me with the babies. If you, do you want me to play that first? Uh, well, I'll explain to them what that what it is. What water babies are first. It's a real short paragraph. Okay. Well, I'll play. I'll cue it up. Okay. So, um, water babies are. All right. So water babies are a fascinating element of folklore found in various cultures around the world. And they're often depicted as supernatural beings or spirits associated with water bodies, such as rivers and lakes and oceans. Um, water babies are believed to possess both benevolent and mischievous traits, and their stories are often used to caution people about the dangers of water or to explain certain Sorry. natural phenomenon. And sometimes they can't explain anything. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Uh, we've got a few stories. I got a few stories queued up and Laura Lee has got a few videos queued up. And then once again, you guys, if there's anything you have a question about or want to know or want to talk about, Anybody who's watching us right now live, just feel free to throw it in the comments for it because that's how this show works. Whatever you guys want, you guys are going to get. Otherwise, we'd right, be doing this up. just Dave and I, and we do have some pretty good conversations off air, but we appreciate appreciate every single one of you that are out there either listening, whether it's live, watching live, or on the replays. The one thing we forgot to mention, Dave, we, I haven't received anything unless you have. We are working on a Halloween party. We're on the UFO Paranormal Radio Network here Thursday the 26th for the thing at the foot of the bed. We may do a panel. So if you're into the paranormal and you might be interested, that's something we can certainly do. If you've got, I did get one story actually. I did get one story somebody sent me already to share. You've got pictures. You've got EVPs, uh, whatever you've got, because I'm going to be doing the same on the 30th, October 30th, the Monday. I am working on it. it can, we had a staff meeting uh, last week, and apparently we're going to have a Halloween party. i got to figure out, though, what time. we got to talk to our station manager to see when we can go live and do that. So whomever's able to make it on the network, hopefully they'll be there. And it's always lots of fun when we have parties like this for a celebration. So I wanted to throw that out there, Dave. Perfect. Okay, so David sent me this video. This is how we got on this topic. Sorry. Oh, there it is. Good. Because we were, um, we thought, gosh, we really haven't talked about water spirits and things like this. So I'm going to play this. Hopefully it doesn't have music with it. I know it has a bit, but uh, hang on. We were thrown into this Nevada lake at first, and now we haunt the waters. Hello, our name is Urban. We're the Pyramid Lake Babies. Hundreds of years ago, the Paiute tribe lived around this lake in Nevada. And they were a very physically strong tribe and were willing to do anything to keep it back. 
that way. So whenever a malformed or premature baby was born, they would throw us into Pyramid Lake in order to keep the future of their tribe strong. But these actions caused this lake to forever be cursed, and is now haunted by those of us who were thrown in at birth. We feel as we were robbed of our lives, and we are angry. So now we will cry at night, as loud as we can, find our best to lure victims and take our revenge. So if you are in the area, and you hear us, don't try to help unless you're okay with your spirit being trapped in this lake with us forever. We only do this because... And they never told us because why. Hang on, I gotta turn this down. We were thrown into the There we go. Uh, give me a sec. I'll get back there. There we go. So let me take that off there for a sec. Well, so let me give a shout out. Let me give a let me give a shout out real quick okay. to um, Urban America um, Urban America Art Horror on TikTok. They got their channel. They have a lot of these little videos of descriptions of all these uh, different kinds of entities and folklore and all that. It's a really quite interesting channel. I suggest you check it out. Are you? We might be frozen right now. So. There we go. Are we unfrozen again? I just stopped the stop sharing. Uh, yeah, I stopped the sh stop sharing. I apologize, guys. Uh, not sure what's going on with us here, but I've got bad weather here. Could be part of it. And it seems to not want to share the bandwidth. So I just stopped the screen sharing. Usually keep it on so that it's easy just to upload and upload. But this way, yeah. so we don't disappear on you. Don't go anywhere. We're right here because I've got... Uh, I think three or four devices anyways, I can hop right back on. It's happened in the past. Sometimes it doesn't. We've even upgraded our computers. But you know, if you've been to the show before, um, you know, we get EVPs. We get crazy stuff. Now, Sean Johnson says, hi. Have you guys ever covered the Mothman story? We have talked about it. Yes, we have. We've done cryptids. We've done quite a few things like that, but that doesn't mean that we can't revisit it. But we're talking about yes. water spirits tonight, and we just started with the water babies. So, Dave, you said you had a little bit more you wanted to share? or Yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can't give you... Um, here's, a, here's a story um, about one of the folklore things, just to have so you guys can... I haven't had uh, myself, in all honesty, I have not had a personal in this life experience with them. I'm just going to put that out there. I know about these things, um, but I, I don't, I haven't been to a lake and saw it. Although we'll talk a little bit more later because she was talking about the true crime. Stuff. I was I'm a, yeah, I was a, um, I was uh, on an investigation where um, it was, they used psychics to find somebody. And this person was, um in the water the body was in the water so that was really quite interesting to get um even how that spirit showed us certain things under the water and the point of view of things that were happening is really quite weird but anyway um here's a story about uh lake champlain up in vermont new york and uh in the scenic region of lake champlain nestled between vermont and new york lies the deep and mysterious lakes. The locals speak of the water babies there called champies. 
um, who inhabit its depths. According to the legend, these are gentle creatures with glistening scales and large curious eyes, and they emerge during calm moonlit nights. Fishermen claim that encountering a champion brings good fortune and bountiful catches. However, disturbing them can invoke their wrath, causing storms to, group, uh, to brew across the lake and reminding all to respect the sacred waters, which is what I find in almost every... I've been doing research the last couple of days. Almost all the stories or the folklore or even the real account things of water babies and stuff like that, there is something in them where they are saying you have to respect the water you have to respect these places and all that and that's maybe where the lore comes from i could understand too if if these are real and i'm going to say most likely there's something real to it because i say there has to be something real to every story otherwise the story could never be told um i think that maybe some these things you know, there are spirits like that that do exist in the water, whether they're in a physical form I've or not. I've never heard them called water babies because those exist all around the world. I mean, there's Loch Ness, uh, yeah. sort of Champies. We've got Lake Champlain up here. I believe it's Quebec. I'm, I yeah, just yeah. reminded me, I have pictures of something caught in the water out in BC. Uh, Norway has one that they celebrate like that. I've never heard them called water babies, though. Well, they usually call what happens as it came from I had heard about that but I didn't know much about it I thought that they meant more of like the mermaidy type stuff but anyway water babies falls under the like the original ones like the ones that you just played I can't I didn't hear the name of the tribe um where that lore the came Pius? from it was the Pius. yeah but that it came from that there's whenever a I lake that's Chill. Happy Whenever birthday. I'm stopping you. Happy birthday, Nicole. She's spending her birthday with us, Dave. Hey, happy birthday, Nicole, Thomas, Ryan. It's good to be 25, isn't it? it All right. Is. So <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. I had to point it that's out. Okay. Right that's okay. Where was I now? So that story originated because if people didn't quite comprehend it, there was a leader of a tribe will say, we don't know if this is 100% true or accurate that they were trying to keep a very strong tribe. So if if children or babies born that were deformed or have any defects or anything, this person made it so they had to throw them in the lake to drown them. And the lore is all these babies' souls survive and they're in the lake. And to get, let's say, revenge is what they say in the story, they lure people into the water um, and, and drown them. And then their soul has to spend eternity with the water babies. And I find that most of the ones I looked up, whenever it had to do with a child drowning in a lake, or if they saw mysterious small creatures in the lakes, they just referred to them as a whole as water babies. Um, I never heard it like that. I just heard the story of water babies once or twice before. But well, as babies, I, I thought you were going to be deeper. talking about babies. Like I've never heard, you know, and, and it's usually they're known by name. Like I said, Nessie or. Oh, well, um, we're not talking about Nessie. That's a, that's a cryptid. That like the Lake Champlain. But is it? Is it because of what you're talking about with the scales and stuff like that? We've only seen one really good picture back in the day, because the same is in Lake Champlain and things like that, right? It's a creature that's well, swimming champ, in the water. Champ is in, champ is in Lake Champagne, uh, Champlain, mm -hmm. which they call him Champ, which he looks like the dinosaurs. Yeah. 
they call those little things, they just rift off that. Those little things that look like mermaids and all, they call champies. As if they're like a smaller version. I'm going to tell you a story about my name because my name comes from German mythology. I am not German. My name is spelt very similarly to the Laura Lies. That's why people can never get my name straight, whether it's Laura Lai or Laura Lee. Actually, Shannon, who's usually here, sent me a really funny um, meme a couple months ago about, I forget what it was, and it said, it was something that was mispronounced all the time. And then it said, I spend half my, three quarters of my life trying to tell people how to pronounce my name properly. But the Lorelei's were actually sirens. And so, yeah. I, I, it's actually a very morbid mythical story. And I don't know why my father chose this name for me. But apparently they would, I think there were three of them. And they would be on the cliffs, I think at the Rhine River or whatever. And they would, they would sing so beautifully that it was called the siren song or the sound of their voices and they would lure sailors to crash into the rocks to their death. Yeah. Like what a, no, for, are, I know, you know, but I meant for people listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think those, I think that what they are is when I was looking up everything on water babies, they kind of took everything sprites or anything that they found within the water and they put them in that category of water babies. But I don't know why that they put, I don't know why they wouldn't put Loch Ness or that into the, they don't consider that a water baby. I think Because that's I what I've heard, right? Nessie and all yeah. these other, there's one in exactly. Norway, forget what it's called. I've heard it being called a cryptid because I don't think they know what to call these water creatures because there's, I've just, you just, when you were talking about this, I just, I forgot somebody sent me pictures of something caught in the water out in British Columbia. Now it's going to be hard to see, but I'll show you guys. Hi, Roger Garza. Love you and Faye. Miss you. I hope you're well. Big hugs to you. Hope you're feeling better. I saw your post. He was playing because Roger plays music. Roger's a medium and Faye too. They used to be on our network. They're friends of our show and friends of mine too. So welcome. We're glad you popped in. I was going to mention Lake Mead too because that, that lake with this video that we shown that was so beautifully done, creepy but beautifully done with the, the Paiute tribe um lake mead and that's out in vegas and what's happening i guess it's drying up and as it's drying up and receding they are uncovering more and more and more and more bodies and missing people and so i know there's a i've talked about them before twin paranormal they're identical twins so they go out there and investigate those guys have had crazy stuff happened out of that lake, including uh, they went a year ago and I think they went a couple months ago and I think they were on the local news because through their EVPs, they were able to locate where a body was, was hidden. Like it had been hidden in the water, but it, it I guess it was deep enough with everything coming up and, and the lake receding, they were able to locate it. And I know I watched their episode. There was somebody else coming through trying to direct them where to go to find their body. Howie goes, other strange things in Lake Mead. Yeah, absolutely, Howie. All kinds of crazy stuff. Well, but we don't was, know what's in the water, right? If you think we about don't. it, they say, how much have we investigated? Like, how much have we actually fathomed what the, you know? Oh, very the, little. 
water? Very little. Yeah, very little. Now, I just did look up just so we could all figure it out because I didn't know this answer either. And this looks like a pretty good answer. So the difference between like the Loch Ness monsters and all okay. that and water babies. Here's like the that. difference. Okay. Here's the difference why they call them that. Um, water babies are water spirits. They're considered the spirits uh, of the water or ghosts of the water. Where like Nessie and all those are considered cryptids because they most likely could be physical. Gotcha. Does that make sense? That's, gotcha. yeah. I wanted to look it up too. Because I was like, that is confusing. I wonder why they do that. So we're Because gonna, we'll talk it sounded about, similar, right? It does, doesn't it? It does. So we're going to talk about water babies. We're going to talk about water spirits and possibly water cryptids. Well, you think about all the movies in Hollywood that have been made. Like, I mean, gosh, what was it? Is it Friday the 13th with Jason Voorhees that he was supposedly yeah. was in the water, right? And then we've yeah. got Jaws. I remember as a kid, and I am still fascinated with sharks. I never want to run into one. But, I mean, there were times, I'll tell you a funny story. When I was on my honeymoon, we were in, where did we go, Jamaica. And for some reason... I, I, and I'm a pretty good swimmer. I, I've been a lifeguard when I was younger. I used to lifeguard at the local pools and stuff. And I had swam out to this island in the ocean. It wasn't that far out. I don't know what got in my head. Talk about the power of the mind. I have never swam so fast back. All I could envision was the snake or snake shark coming up behind me and eating me. Like it just, right? You can't see what's in the water. That's yeah. the scary Thing. Oh, how he's putting all kinds of stuff up here. What about I went to I went to um, St. Martin with a friend of mine, and Hi, we were, we were there for ten. We were there for ten days, and he would literally like like a half a mile away from shore. He would be on his just little floaty thing, laying in there and floating. And he's like, "Come out here!" I'm like, "No." Because I'm like, you know, as I'm swimming out there, something's coming from beneath and getting me. So I could never do well, that. Well, that happened on our honeymoon, too, because we were supposed to go with my first husband. We were supposed to go scuba. Not, not at, was it scuba? Dive? No, snorkeling. I felt like I was going to suffocate with the, the um, scuba tank. What happened was my father, when I was a very small child, I was about four years old. And I mean, my dad's almost 80 now. But back in the day he figured the way you teach a child to swim is to throw them in the water. Now I happened to be four years old and I almost drowned. I remember being at the bottom of the lake and then he did it twice and then realized he practically almost took my life. He, that was not his intention. He was thinking he was teaching me to basically sink or swim. And I have never forgotten that. I always say I don't want to die drowning, which is probably what I will do. I know it's. it's no, and what do they say? What do they say? Well, I've I've talked to being a media. I've talked to spirits who have drowned, and it's, it's funny. It, it their their experience, the experience of the actual drowning is is not what's isn't bad. It's that's they said it was very peaceful. It's the right beforehand. <laughs> it's that's the, it's the part the I remember yeah. and I hate. Well, where I was going exactly. with the story, we were supposed to go snorkeling. And mm -hmm. I was so freaked out because I was so sure about sharks. And I don't have a phobia. I, I And it was kind of cloudy. So I got my, my new husband at the time to cancel the snorkeling. And then we went the next day. So, and he was never like this, my ex-husband or all. And we're still good friends. But he was telling everybody, yeah, my wife wouldn't go because she was so worried about sharks. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Oh. 
I saw when Jaws first came out, my parents took me to see it. My parents, I had very cool parents. I was allowed to see horror movies and all that. It didn't matter how old I was because my mom parents. always said, you know the difference. But they took me to see Jaws and I think it was, what, 1976 or I remember. So yeah. I was like nine or ten when I saw it. That was the end of it. Now, listen, speaking of all these weird things in the water and everything, now, sprites and all that, I do know, just from somebody who goes to see a lot of creeks and stuff like that, when I go in them, there is something about the water in those creeks because you can feel the energy. If you just put your hand over the water and it, you're like used to feeling energies, it's got a feel to it. But I went camping when I was a little kid with my parents and I was in this lake, which I hated to begin with. And I was probably a little, little past my waist kind of waiting in there. And I was afraid to be there, in there in the, to begin with. And I was just looking around thinking, I got to get out of this lake. And all of a sudden, something grabbed my ankle. And I screamed at the top of my lungs and started running. Do you know what it was? But this is well, how bad goosebumps, Dave. Yeah. Be careful what you guys do. It was, it was, um, the, the neighbors, the neighbors that were at the campsite, it was their kid. He's a little older than us. He quickly swam underwater underneath. That's and just, evil. And just grabbed my ankle. That's and he evil. knew. Yeah, That's he knew evil. I was terrified. I did not go back. And, and did you know something to that? To this day, I can't go in a lake. I can't go in a lake. That is, I, am, I, I understand am. because when you're young and you get traumatized, like I was, I was really afraid to put my face in the water, be um, go into deep water. And when I was probably about 16, 17, my boyfriend at the time was a lifeguard and I decided enough is enough. We're around water all the time. So I forced myself. I went all the way I could swim I could always swim but I went and got my lifeguard certification and I forced myself to put my face in the water because I said enough is enough with this phobia but I get you you're traumatized that was evil David nobody should it do was evil now water. here's another one speaking of water spirits though so you guys know, and this is this is fascinating whether you believe it or not it's fine I have to believe it because it happened but as a child all through my life, I never went underwater. You can ask my mom and dad. They would say, I would never go underwater and swim. And my mom said when I was little, they'd tell me to go underwater and swim. And I would tell my mom, no, because when I go underwater, I want to breathe. And my mom and dad would go, you can't do that. So don't do that. And I wouldn't go under. Now, when I did finally start to go under, I had to hold my nose and hold it. That went up, that went into my 40s and 45 years old. I, I never went underwater. Now, after it was sometime after my coma, when I was still going in and out, one day I had, I guess you'd call it a vision, a dream anyway. Um, they showed me, a, they were, they kept showing me past lives sometime towards the end of my coma and everything. Mm -hmm. One past life that they showed me was I was a woman in that life and I had real long dark hair and I know I was wearing, I don't know what time period or what I was wearing, but it looks almost like my clothes if my dress would have been made out of burlap. So it was that long ago. But anyway, I was pushed off a ship. I was pushed off a ship. Like literally they were like, you're walking the plank. So I pretty much was a plank walker. And I 
from I watched from my point of view in it of me watching the boat sail away and me looking around and I didn't panic at this point. All I did, I remember, and then I saw it from a distance and all as I said was, please forgive me for what I'm about to do. And I went underwater, I took a breath and offed myself. Mm -hmm. There was no other way. Mm -hmm. But when I woke up from that dream and I was like, what was that? And my guide started talking to me and they said, now you can go underwater. That already happened. Cause you did cleared you, it. You want to know something? I did. That's exactly. So I was like 50 something years old. I can now go underwater. When I went to the ocean, I went to uh, my hotel a couple of years ago by myself. I went up to Myrtle beach uh, by my house. I just swam under the water. I did everything. It was different. And I thought to myself, wow, I wasted my entire life not going underwater. Yeah, but you make an important point here. Um, I went live with one of my good friends yesterday, and the three of us did. Uh, it was myself, Debbie A. Anderson, and Leanne Clark. You know Leanne. And um, yep. Debbie's husband does past life and future life regressions. And he usually gets people before they have a session um, to watch a talk that he does. And that's exactly what he says is usually most people, whether it's a fear or a phobia, it's something that we're bringing from a past life forward that no longer serves us. And it's exactly what you just said, David, you no, were given no. that gift in unfortunate circumstances to see what had happened. And now that you've seen it, it's gone. You've, you're yeah, able to and it was funny. It. And it literally was, you already did this. You're good. I'm like, oh, I that's got you. That's what he I says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like so I, I, I believe that stuff like that can happen. I think that's what past lives are good for. Some For the people who go, I'm just curious who I want to be. That's cool. But guess what? You are probably so many different people. It's kind of like when people ask me who was on my past life, I'm like, which one? No, but people like, that are claustrophobic, people that don't like things tight around their neck, neck even people yep. say that are very overweight, but they eat really, mm -hmm. really well. They exercise. They can never seem to lose weight without You're fail. Okay. He'll find that when they go for a session that there's been at least probably a couple, but at least one lifetime where they have been starved completely starved yeah, there was never so once people face this hi Susie Jones she says hi to Laura Lee and David hi Sandra hi, I said hi Des um you didn't hear us that's Jonathan's wife welcome um uh, do you want me to show these pictures that okay this was taken yeah, yeah. that somebody sent me in an ice fishing hole hopefully you can see it hang on I'll be right here um I think I just got to bring it forward never mind okay so there's a face. There is definitely a face. I'm going to blow it up. That's what they seen in this hole. There's a couple other pictures I'm going to show you. Now, I've had people try and say this is pareidolia, uh, meaning that, you you know, the human brain, for I mean, people who don't know, they we like to make pictures of that complete it when we see something. Yeah, pareidolia does. Yeah, our brain completes the picture. Yeah. Although I will say most times I would say something's pareidolia. But as soon as you said it, I saw it. And normally I don't see it right away before I hit pareidolia. Okay, usually, hang on. There's another look at it for a minute. Okay, I think there's another one. Hang on. Um, because I, I did a post about this. Uh oh, sorry. Uh, what did I do? I just closed Messenger. Sorry, guys, I'm still here. My computer wants to be naughty tonight. Okay, give me a sec. 
Okay, come on. Okay. I also have the water creature. You can't see much, but it's a heck of a long line, I'll tell you. I don't know how well we'll see this one. Yeah, this one's harder to see. I'll blow yeah, you can't see it as well, but that dead on yeah, one you can see. And yeah. that is not a person in the water. These people were going to fish in this ice fishing hole. It may even have been on Lake Superior, but there's been a lot of people, especially Lake Superior. It's one of the largest five great lakes in North America, and it is bitter cold. Even in the summertime, it does not heat up. So there have been people that have lost their lives in, in this lake. But somebody messaged me. I guess somebody must have said, hey, I know somebody that talks about the paranormal, knows about the paranormal and sent this to me. I'm going to go back to the other picture again, because that picture, isn't that astounding? Yeah, that first one was a good picture, because I don't, I mean, it, it could this be a form of paradigm, I can't say, but, but I saw it right away. That was the whole thing. And I normally... Yeah, same hole. This person's face almost looks like a Native, like First Nations person to me. I don't know, I could be wrong, but... It's hard for like me, I can't... I can't make it. The thing I'm concentrating more on the whole thing is the eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The eyes are what do it for me. Yeah. And I don't know why it would be like that. And it, I mean, now if you look at it long enough, pareidolia will make it turn it from a female face to a male face and everything else. We can't help pareidolia. Well, it all matters. I don't know if it's male or female, but it looks like it's longer hair and sort of a broader nose a little bit. And then the mouth. These yeah. people were freaked right out. Thank God they took a picture because I don't think that's pareidolia. Like when you, most people could see that looking at it right away. The other picture was still of the same hole. And you can see there's something in the water, but not as clear as this. Uh, yeah. Well, that's. I wonder how big that hole is. Do you know? Probably. Here, I'll take it off the screen for a sec. Probably most, because ice fishing... Um, I never knew anything about it, but Dell does ice fishing. So now I do. But I believe the holes are about probably about that bit, like in a circle, uh, usually, because what they'll do, they'll use an ice auger or sometimes no. you got to chip it out. Like the ice gets pretty thick. You could drive a truck on the I ice. Probably, I probably, I probably the best thing to do if you were going to try to figure out more about that picture was to find out the dimensions of the hole lengthwise and, and sidewise and then look at the face and see is that how big a face would show up in that that's what i mean that's what i would want to know but i, I think, would think it's relative to what a face would be by the size of the hole you think so i do think though it's not a real face i do believe it would be a spirit face oh it's a spirit yes i said it's not a person in the lake yeah. it's a spirit i want to give shannon a shout out we were talking about you just a little bit ago shannon i was talking about the meme that you sent i don't know if you're at work if you are shannon is a nurse and she has a group of of um elders we'll say at the place she works they have named themselves they gather around the ipad when she's working evenings and they call themselves the paranormal poopers we didn't name them that so if you are at work we give a shout out to them don't we dave and i gotta show you yeah. shannon shannon sent me this picture and she said geez i that would make such a cool t-shirt so i made the t-shirt tonight to get oh that's the that's the picture i used for my promo did you 
Shannon sent me that picture. I think you did too. So we got Mary Mellon here. It was it, it was in chat. I forgot why I was looking for something, Shannon, that you sent me a while ago, and I forget what it was the other night. But I thought Dave, you had sent it to me as well. Yeah, I did. Oh, it's actually on my. It's actually still going on my picture. I did it the other day before my live. I used it as a live. She sent me a picture that said. Um, wouldn't this make a cool t-shirt? Now we've got Mary Mellon. We've got Stone Hobbit who says, oh, I think that hand orange covering eyes, I believe that is an um, emoticon, but that's a programming language for it. So, because I was going, what, is they, what are they saying here? And then I realized, because I that happened to me on YouTube the other day. I was copying and pasting something and it didn't copy the emoticon. It, it copied the uh, the language for it. So Shannon's at oh, work. Yeah. So Dave, we got to give them a shout out. Hi, Paranormal Poopers. What's up, Paranormal Peas? Yeah, we've missed you. So pretty cool nonetheless. Do you want me to show, um, unless you want to throw something up or you've got another story you well, want to share? Let me see. What are, where, are we, where are we at here? The faces in the lake? Yeah, hold on just, just a second. Oh, let's see what Howie did. Howie's saying this loudly here for us. Did y'all know that when they created Jaws, it was planned to be shown on a lake with everybody in tubes? No lie. Are you serious? It wouldn't have been as good then because the shark in the uh -huh. lake isn't as good. You know what it was? It was the suspense. It was the music. And I have to say that a movie to me is more terrifying when the imagination is left up to the imagination, like you don't oh, have yeah. to see the blood and guts and gore, just enough that you know exactly what happened. Oh exactly. yeah, I'm the same way. I My parents took me to see, when I was little, you guys, just since we're talking about water, water in general is actually, it, it's funny that we, that we make it so fear-based. And I guess we make it so fear-based because it's unknown. And there are things in the water that we know of that I'm can consume us, that can consume us. So that, that kind of scares a lot of us, but I guess we should also try to take as much fear as we can out of the water because the water is really a, a good thing. I mean, it can create energy, it preserves life, it grows life, it does all this other stuff. That's why I always tell people like water, um, we were talking, I sent an article to- it's dangerous. Uh, you can't have small children around it unsupervised. No, yeah, it can um, be dangerous if it's disrespected, the water. And like, and I think that's part of it. If we have children, we need to watch children by the water. Um, I see too many parents. When I was younger, oh my gosh, Laura Lee, how many pools in our neighborhood? And this is back in the day where fences were not required in the yards. And oh, wow. when I was young, we had a lot of... Um, Bad things happen back then because kids would just wander into a yard and, oh, I'm going to go swimming. And then there's no one there. Next thing you know, it, there's some kind of folklore going on around their pool. And we're reading about it on the thing at the foot of the bed because they're okay, a water baby. Think about it, Dave. Like we talked about our traumas from being young with water, what happened to us, right? So when mm -hmm. you think about it, when you have children, you have to teach them to respect it. But I'll tell you, um, I had my kids in swimming lessons, like they weren't even two months old. But I had you do put some fear into your children about water. You have to. And so we hang so. out a lot. We do. We're like yeah, a I guess you do. So you could see why there's a lot of issues with water, especially if you can't swim. 
You're and not then the fact, what is it? What is it? They, they said we haven't even looked at like less than like 20% mm -hmm. of the water on earth. We don't even know what's down there. Well, I'm thinking that there's, there. I am thinking that there is, I am thinking that there is something down there. Okay. The this, I'm going to just read, read this Dave. I, I'll make it bigger. These are photos someone took six to seven years ago on the waters of Howe Sound, British Columbia, Canada. I have I don't even know where that is in British Columbia. The possible sea creature was seen moving lengthwise near the middle of the channel. It's very hard to see. It just looks like a long line. I didn't go through the rest of them. But there's something in that water. And when you see it up close, you can see it's a long line of something in the water. Ooh. Don't know what it is, but you know what? I have to tell you something. I thought about speaking of things in the water like that. Now, see how that how you showed that when I worked at when I first moved to North Carolina. There's a place here called the Whitewater Center, which okay. is like it's got a man-made whitewater that goes around it. Now, when I first moved here, I was like, oh, I'm going to be all outdoorsy because I work at this place. And I just worked as like one of the head people in the restaurant part. Um, but because I worked there, we could do anything in the park we wanted. So we could go whitewater rafting. It was a man-made whitewater rafting. It was oh, huge. Cool. They hold, that's where they trained for the Olympics over mm -hmm. there. Um, but they had zip lining and all that. I somehow found a fascination with flat water kayaking. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. We, uh, I was out with a friend of mine at the time and we were whitewater, we were flatwater kayaking down the Catawba River and it was during the day and it was light and we saw something that looked like that. It went right through the river and we thought about it over, it kind of scared us. And I think how we got through the rest of the day was we kept saying, maybe it's a snake, but then as we started battling and we're going, there's not a snake that is like 30 feet long in the Catawba River, but that's, I've never thought too much about it because I don't know what it is, but I can tell you when you see ripples like that in lakes, I would say investigate them. I don't think there's a monster in the Catawba Lake here, but I think that that lake is big enough and deep enough and hooked up to enough other lakes. We don't know what could be swimming through that. And I think that, like what you just showed and all that, I will almost bet my life on it that that stuff is real. Oh, I think it I is. Just, I just know it is. It's got to be. It's mm -hmm. got to be. We have, I mean, we just discovered gorillas how many years ago? And they've been around forever, you know? If, when Well, we did. I mean, everybody else over there knew who they were, but th that was like a big monster to us. Oh, my God, what is that? You know, mm -hmm. so these things could be around and in those lakes. And one day maybe we'll be privileged enough to see them. But I think that those animals must be smart enough because they know human nature. That's the first thing people want to do with Bigfoots and stuff. Oh, we want to kill one so we can, you know, no. No, I'd rather have it alive and not know anything about it than to have it dead and know what it eats for supper. I don't care. I okay. want these things alive. So Howie says, wow. Okay, so I just thought of another one. I'm thinking of all these things, but I've got so many pictures. First of oh, all, go ahead. Say it all. 
Okay, so the first thing was with Bigfoot, if I, I really don't care for him. He's Canadian. I'm sorry, Steve, but I don't. It's called How to Hunt on YouTube. And people write in with their stories about, he calls them Sabe. Now he doesn't call them Bigfoot. They're called Sabe. I guess it's a First Nations name. I don't think it's Canadian, but this is the word he uses. Now he used to call them Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And there have been stories that people have sent in that they have shot a Bigfoot. Now, I know Dell, my partner, tried to, we've got friends that are police, one was on SWAT, whatever, we've talked to various people and from around the world, but this, there's been numerous stories of people that say that they've shot one, not on purpose, like they were out hunting, like he usually, I don't think, shares stories, he would share stories with people that were hunting them or being nasty, right? Yeah. So what he does, he said is, um, every time people call the police, that apparently within an hour or two, um, somebody would show up, some type of, we'll say, law enforcement that nobody had seen before and remove the carcass or body. I don't know if it's true or not. And then I believe it was discussed on here because Dell really dug into this channel quite a bit, How to Hunt, that within a two-hour radius, wherever there's cryptid-type creatures that... I guess law enforcement can call that number and they will show up to remove it. I'm calling BS on that, first of all. But second of all, that's what's told in there. Check it out. It's an interesting, interesting um, encounters that people do have with Bigfoot because he his show his he usually posts daily and he's starting to post pictures and things that people are sending in too. So it's an interesting channel. Lastly, what I wanted to add was. I wish I thought about this. I'm remembering all these things as we're talking is I remember, and you guys know, I love Nukes Top 5. And Shannon, I always forget the name of the second channel you 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 shared with me similar. And I actually do like that channel. I'm starting to watch more on it. But Nukes Top 5, for those of you who don't know, Dave, I probably drive crazy because I mention it all the time. But he gets videos sent in from all, the world, all over the world and he doesn't tell people what to think. He says, is it, all, is it all an elaborate hoax? You decide. And there was a video sent in from over in the Philippines. And they are in the water. It's at nighttime. And I don't know if they're trying to pull up a net or something was in the water. They were, filling, they were filming. And they didn't even quite see it till afterwards. This white thing comes up, looks almost humanoid, but it's not like a monster with a hand. And it was, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. It was grabbing at them and they didn't even see it till after they got i guess back home and were reviewing their footage how creepy is that and there was a name for it it's a belief system about this type of water spirit and it's not good so is it a tulpa because people believe you know, mm -hmm. I, I wonder now i do know from someone that i you know studied elementals that thank you Water spirits have been around. Water okay. spirits have been around forever. They're they've been around since I think pretty much the beginning. I'm surprised there aren't stories in like the old books, uh, like the Seven Scrolls, the Sea Scrolls, Seven Sea Scrolls, and all that about stuff like that. They talk about giants and stuff, but they don't talk a lot a lot of stuff in the water. Although people in the ships look at how many people talked about sea serpents way back then. 
which they could have been talking about octopus or squid or humball squid because we didn't know what they were. But they're drawing these things awfully big and awfully weird. So you got to wonder. But the, the spirit ones are the ones that get me, which means they're not in the physical, but they can be in the physical. So I think what you're talking about I wonder. It's I called think, an Oswang. A S W A N G. That's what the name of it. I wonder that. I mean, who know that could be a tapa. I think tapas. Well, tapas are very real. Once people make them real, other people can start to see them as well. Um, so who knows? This who might knows? have been. This might be on TikTok. I'm trying to see. Yeah, there is. I just looked up Oswang, uh, caught on camera. And there are some, and I'm looking to see if I can see the one that, um, it was from Nuke's Top 5. These, but, but these, I wonder if that's the right name for it, though, because these people are showing land-type spirits. And this is definitely a water spirit. Howie said Eskimo, perhaps he might be right. Because um, I just looked it up quickly. I'm looking for this Nuke's Top 5 clip because this thing is creepy. That was caught in the water it's definitely a spirit definitely so um i'm just looking through here as i'm talking to you because i'll see it i know i will i might have to go to nukes top five on TikTok and see it but it was it, it like i said it looked almost humanoid but you knew it wasn't a human being and it was very white and it had long oh i'm getting goosebumps lots tonight long fingers with claws like oh it was gross and i well, don't think you guys were faking it do you know what a lot of people fail to think about mm -hmm. it's, now I'm, I'm not mixing in ufos but i gotta mix in ufos for a minute we started out with it how many ufos are coming from the water and what if Ooh, some of the, what if yeah, what if some of the things that live underwater that we might think are scary are actually just like extraterrestrials who are living under our water? I mean, we have more water than land, so there's more space underwater than there is land. You wonder if maybe somebody's using it for something and some of these creatures are actually real creatures that maybe were here long before we were and maybe are extraterrestrial, which I'm totally riffing off of. I mean, I don't know this, but these are just fun things to think about. I mean, I always say go down the rabbit hole until you find the truth. You know, just keep going down there. But I think some of these things we see may be from other places, kind of like Bigfoot. I don't believe Bigfoot is someone who was here. I think Bigfoot comes from someplace else. But I don't I think, think it's a talpa. I, th I don't think Bigfoot is a talpa. I, I think Bigfoot is an interdimensional being, and that's what I've always thought it was. I've heard, I believe that too, but I've also heard some very strange stories about depending on where you believe where human beings really originated and you get into the Anunnaki and those that agreed yeah. to the upgrade if you will um are us and those that chose to remain we're who bigfoot. they were before are the bigfoot yeah but yeah and that's true too but then we got to throw in all the um possible dimensions so there could be a dimension where I agree. I agree. I mean, it's so weird, isn't it? I oh just God, don't you guys, know. We, can, we could go freak out on this stuff forever. 
if anybody ever says there's nothing to talk about, slap them because there is always something to talk about. I'm trying to find this in here because I'm oh. recognizing it. Speaking of, let's talk about TikTok for a minute. I'm going to get a little bit off topic here, but something to check out. Have you seen Magical Poltergeist, that channel? There are so many. I think I've seen it on Bazaar Bob because uh, Shannon posted the name that's like Nuke's top five. He does a pretty good job, this guy. He's posted videos from this channel. Um, I'm seeing it on other paranormal shows. I wasn't looking for it, and I found it. And I I don't think these people are faking it. It is the craziest paranormal story I have seen in a long time. And what scares me is a little bit of knowledge is dangerous. I actually did a show on this with my previous co-host when we first started on the network over here. And it's because like this guy went and got a Ouija board off of Facebook marketplace. They had all kinds of stuff happen. Uh, she's pregnant and it's almost, uh, did you guys ever see that movie pa paranormal activity and all it's knockoffs, right? Or, I mean, yeah. it's, numbers after well when it first came out it wasn't even in the theaters we had seen it in the old house and we weren't sure is this real is it not till about the end that we realized and we researched it but this wife is being overtaken by whatever is in this house and i think it's real like i really really do like there was one it was she uh got up because their cameras their house is all wired up with cameras because of this activity and she's uh gets up out of bed i guess the husband had said they sleep almost like the dead they said that practically takes almost anything to wake them up but she gets up in the middle of the night and she walks it looks like she's out in the backyard and she's just standing in the corner of the fence in the backyard as you can see her you put the video together and they have a youtube channel too and then she starts screaming bloody murder. And like I said, either these guys are Academy Award winning actors or I've seen stuff when they're not home. I've seen her laying on a couch, sound asleep on the camera. And she starts coughing and coughing and coughing. And she wakes up, she starts gagging and she's calling her husband at work going, there is something like it smells rotten in here. And then the activity starts like the cross turns on their wall. It goes upside down. Like you check it out and see. Oh, I saw that one. I saw mm -hmm. that one. You don't want to hear my take on it. Well, no. I think I thought it was fake too, Dave, till I started to really look into this and I spent some time looking at it. I'm not saying I it's wouldn't, I wouldn't think. Oh, I wouldn't. No, the, the situation, the situation that they showed, I think that situation is real. I think people go through that situation like that. Mm -hmm. um, I do. Um. I watched the video and I was enjoying it until the very end thing. So I won't talk about whether it's real or not, because who knows? Just because I say it's not real doesn't make uh, David is not right. No, about but anything. I think we have to. I think we have to um, be discerning. We've talked about this a lot yeah. and you have to research. I don't know if it's real or not. And the thing is with me, and I've told you this off air before, Dave, and a little bit on air. I have had people say to me with what we went through that I'm faking it. I'm just looking for attention. I'm, you know, and we weren't faking it. Other people yeah. experienced on my show Monday night, I played an EVP that is a class A plus 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 AVP. You've heard it before from a Halloween show. I'm going to give Jason Bland a shout out again because he helped us a lot with paranormal oh, yeah. stuff. 
Sunday nights, it's 10 to uh, 10 p.m. to 1 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern Standard. I wasn't planning on calling in. It was a Halloween show, and I called from the most active part of my house. And like I said, what do you think I called in on camera? And I was making things move in the background. And then what came through? It was calling Jason by name through the CVP. But people were saying I was faking it. So that's why I think maybe I'm a little bit more careful. And I know you're not saying they're faking it, but that's probably why I I, I don't like to say that to people. <laughs> yeah, listen, I can say about that name thing. I think I told you guys a story a long time ago. There is some stuff that's real. And I'm just like, I believe Laura Lee and her stuff because I've had not, not the, not as not bad stuff like that, but I've had very strange things happen that nobody can explain. I was doing an investigation. I was a guest medium, whatever investigation. There's a bunch of people up in this huge, gigantic. I mean, it was a giant attic. There's about like six or seven people. And they had one of those, um, apps on their phone which i don't like you know but one of those apps that i always say all this stuff and i walked in there quietly and i stood there these people did not know me yet they haven't met me yet the people doing it i had walked up to surprise them to walk in there and mm -hmm. that little machine says um it's a medium when i walked up and they all looked around and they said it's a medium and I said, me, I'm a medium. Hello. And then, and then the very next thing that came out of that box was David. And so it, it we all sat there and they looked at me. I said, I'm David too. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. um, I can tell you, those people followed me around that place for the next four hours thinking, you know, because I brought this in and I did it. But um, things like this do happen. There's no way that was planned. None of those people knew me. So, and that was a phone app. And it was one of those phone apps they don't like that always says like murder, get out. You know what I'm saying? It has pre-recorded stuff, but it said my name and it's a medium, which is not on that app. That was the weird part. So I've remembered that ever since. And I thought that was cool. And, and that was one of the things in my lifetime too. I've had too many things prove to me that a lot of this is absolutely real. There's a lot that's not, but there's a lot that is all of it. Okay. So stone Hobbit says, I highlighted this for a reason. I did an EVP and asked what, what am I? And I nearly put my pants. Uh, the answer clear males voice, a fallen angel. Now, David and I could do a whole show on stuff like that. I, I, I have had something identify itself when my activity started, told me it was demonic, a demon actually told me its name, spelt it for me in its animal form, which does not usually happen. Whatever it was, was not positive. And I, even to this day, cannot say that this was something demonic because the lot more I go into this and and investigate and research and i do not believe there's a hell so could it is it semantics is it a label that we call it possibly i, I think that's what it is because i you know we talk about this before when people talk about demons i tell them from in your death experience on the other side i'm talking after death after you leave here after the cord's been cut and you're going back to who you are that stuff doesn't exist it's a religious thing but 
I do believe it exists in the minds of man and in our physical dimension. Well, plus I was talking about this yesterday in a live, the live that I did with Debbie and Leanne, that we live in a duality on earth mm -hmm. here, right? Yes, so there's, yes. there's always, and I think that, and again, I don't have all the answers, but I think that as human beings, we're meant to live in balance. Perfect exactly. balance would be absolute homeostasis would be perfect for a human being. But in order to be in balance, even if you look at a scale, you got to have half of something, half of any of another. And here's us as a human being. I think we're meant to be connected to source or whatever your belief system is, as well as grounded, connected to the earth or Gaia. So there's got to be some, there's got to be where there's hot, there's cold, where there's light, there's dark, where there's nope. good, there's bad, whatever it may be human perspective right but the other thing is too you know we know that energy can neither be created nor destroyed it can be transferred from one place to another but our thoughts our words and our emotions are so incredibly powerful that we've never been taught to think and not everybody thinks good things or focus nope. and, and and your your entire world is created by your thoughts because absolutely if you, had, if you have no thoughts you would have no world in front of you that was what we would call sleeping why the right yeah and then we have to remember this with the duality which you make a really good point morally so follow me on this thank for a minute. you okay so so, but with your experience with the bad stuff and all that. Now, when I was, when I, I started seeing stuff and all that when I was a very small child and it started out very rough. So scary noises in the attic, going out, all that stuff. But I also then saw, so I knew that that existed in, you know, that kind of weird stuff. But then, then I got to see all the beautiful stuff because Although all I might have saw dark shadows and everything that had a negative connotation, I also see very beautiful things that that are out here. So in order to see the beautiful, sometimes we have to see the bad and vice versa Absolutely. because that's the polarizing. So in in like the paranormal and all that, there's always going to be some people in the paranormal that say, I just don't see that yet. And. Mm -hmm. They and they only see the good things, um, but they must have seen it at some point, or they wouldn't be able to comprehend the good things. We have to have that balance. So I think that's I think solely from a theoretical point of view, I think that's why negative energies here do exist, and the weird stuff and the fright and the paranormal do exist. Because if we didn't know what that was, we would think like the good stuff that came in was evil we have to know the difference between the energies that's kind of why i think it all exists because people have asked me david why do negative energies and these demons and all this exist and i was telling so you can tell the difference well because tell the difference plus i don't think that we know all dimensions no we don't and what's it what what we might deem evil like i tell people what we might deem i evil like this yes might be might be not evil in somebody else's eyes so you know it's it's kind of like when people talk about people shouldn't act like this because it's wrong well only in your eyes to somebody else's eyes that's the norm so we okay never, so i want to stop you right there because i tried right to there. cover it i tried to hide some of that you know no no i was gonna say you said the norm you took that word right out of my mind i was just going to say that we were taught this as nurses in university when we're charting and describing something we're seeing or assessing or whatever it is 
to never use the word normal. And it made so much sense because you're normal and my normal and Howie's normal and Shannon's normal and so on and on and on everybody in the chat here, right? It's entirely different. And it's the same thing like what you were just saying evil well they say beauty's in the eye of the beholder but i think of many of these subjective terms depending on your experiences and your belief systems and what you see right it differs for everyone so something what i think is evil you may not and vice versa exactly it's like i was telling you if you take 50 people and put them around the table and put an apple in the middle and you ask everybody describe what you see a lot of people are going to describe something different if you said describe what you feel, it's going to be different too because some mm-hmm. people don't like apples. Yeah. I don't, when I see that apple, I think about, oh, it hurts my teeth and it's gets stuck in my teeth and it's hard to eat it like that or I don't have teeth. So they have a very bad experience with apples where somebody else goes, oh my God, I love apples. Grandma used to make pies all the time. And or I, I was just them. thinking or memories of apple picking yeah. in the fall and yeah. I hear you. So everything we see and experience is always going to be subjective to the people. Now, there are certain things that people as a whole do agree on for the most part, but that's just how the world works. But as far as, like I tell everybody, energy isn't labeled until we put an ener- a label on it. Nothing is deemed negative or positive until we decide that it was negative or positive. Okay, so I was going to ask you. Oh, finish up. Sorry, I was going to ask you. No, that was it. That was it. Sorry, I got got all excited there. So bringing it Mm -hmm. back to water babies and water creatures and things like this, Mm -hmm. where do you think they come from? Because I truly believe if you've ever read The Lion, the Witch, and the uh, Wardrobe and the Chronicles of Narnia, all those books, okay, I love those types of books. And I know there's a little bit of a religious, nothing religious, but you can equate it to some of the religious lore and historical and many types of different lores. But they have nature spirits in there. Like what other, I think the water spirits are called naiads and then there's dryads. And so, so we've talked about the evil i mean i know you were starting to go there and then i kind of went off on this tangent and i apologize but no, there's okay. also positive where does the positive come from too because we do have benevolent positive lore about water spirits too so where does it come from the the bad part or the good part the bad even the good if we don't know where the bad comes from but do we have an idea since we're talking about this yeah because well some people um, uh, like, okay, I, I practice shamanism. I'm not a shaman, but I, I, I like shamanism. I practice shamanism. Julie, Julie, my guest on Monday also is practicing shamanism. Okay. So we honor the elemental, we honor the elemental spirits because uh, they, there are very positive water spirits. In fact, when we, um, when we, let's say pray, I'll use the word pray. We pray for rain or try to summon rain. We're summoning the water spirits and they're good spirits and we're asking them to come in. But then if too much rain came in, then somebody's gonna turn that around and say, now they're bad spirits because there's too much rain and they're making this, that, and the other thing. It's it's all gonna depend, I think, on perception of everything. I was just, it just hit me that the reason why I brought up about Julie is because she's practicing shamanism. I want to hear her thoughts on this as well. And it just hit me all of a sudden, like we understand 
you know, with angels and guides and, and ascended masters and even, you know, elementals we run into those as well you know say going into the akashic records or whatever connecting to the other side to source we'll say on that side but we have earth side positive water spirits as well or mermaids even let's get into that mermaids were actually yeah because not all mermaids not beautiful apparently compared they're not beautiful that well apparently that they say but mermaids were also take take care of the sea as well too and we're uh, all water too. Like remember, yeah, and we're we're seventy percent water. We're cucumbers with anxiety. I mean, we're. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, we're all we're all water. But like, it, it all depends on how you look at stuff. Like when you talked about it earlier, Stone Hobbit, when we said there's a fallen angel thing, we won't get into it. But depending on how you look at it, like there's a lore that the fallen angel would be a evil thing, which is the devil. Now from from my point of view, I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in hell or the devil. So I always think, where are they getting falling angel from? And why are they calling a fallen angel Satan? And that also goes with the angel of death. Now, some people view the angel of death as a... Yeah. Now, I do know about the angel of death. And actually, that's a really bad way that we put it on there. The angel of death literally is an angel that shows up when you passed to help you cross over that was supposed to be the one also like the river sticks like they help you across haiti the river and all that mm-hmm. it's supposed to be an angel of hell now it all depends on the lore and the folklore and everything i i see angels as an energy and no angels as an energy so i know there's a lot of folklore in there's but some of it's true i do know that there's angels that do help people cross over mm-hmm. I know there's angels that watch people. I have to say, though, in my belief system, there is no such thing as an evil angel. Um, And if, yeah, there's no. That's why I had so much trouble with Supernatural. Both me and my partner did. I I don't watch a lot of TV, but anybody knows me. I love that series. Both of us really struggled when it got to about season five. And they were demonizing the angels. Angels, like, yeah. And, and that's that's a human thing. That's a human thing. They took something like that. But then again, too, you know, I can't, I can't actually provide you with this concrete anything because angel is something that we call something from the Bible and we refer to it as a messenger. So angel literally just means messenger of God. Yeah, but they now, are in every legend and lore with all the religion. But but in every legend and lore in the physical, just like we were talking about the line, the witch and wardrobe, everything has duality of good and evil. Star Wars, the force and the evil. Um, and then they have the 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 queen and all that in Narnia, and then even in Alice in Wonderland, they have good and they have evil in that. It's just, it's always has, it has to be that we have to have that balance. We have the choice of what side of the teeter totter we want to play on. And so some people might want to play on that teeter totter where it's the balance. I like the evil side. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel scared. I like fear. Cool. And then there's some that says, I want nothing to do with that. I just like the good side. But then there's the ones in the middle, like Laura Mm -hmm. Lee and I, who Mm -hmm. believe that both sides exist. And we just go play wherever we feel like it on that day. 
Oh, Nicole's gonna throw, and I think she's she's of the sign Libra and Libra the scales. So she says Libra here, and I totally get the balance thing. So, and I know Stone uh, Hobbit had said earlier too. I say it's a lifestyle of respecting energy. That could be one way to think of it. Yeah, I like it. I like that. That's a good way of that's a good way of putting it, Stone Hobbit. I think so. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, with the water spirit. So we. Well, I'm going to, I share this all the time and I know it didn't come from me. It came from spirit. What we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. Because as you just said, David, earlier, we create our realities and there will be many people that will say, I do not. I did not. I did not chose this. I never would have chose this, but we're looking at it with human eyes from human perspective. And when I had my NDE, when I saw the angels that I knew and I saw two different types of creatures. So the angels that I knew I saw the same way I saw when I was a child Mm -hmm. and they didn't come to me as people with wings. It's, it's an energy and their colored light. And I just can't even explain it. It's beautiful. They do manifest themselves in certain ways. However, you need to see them for the purpose of them coming through. We're the same way when we go back in non-physical, we can make ourselves however we need to be too as well. So I understand um, Stone Hobbit's uh, The Two Sides of Falling Angel and incorporating that into Alien because I too have sort of that belief and there's different ways to tell the story about the seeding of the planet and how the Anunnaki did um, tweak us and people thought angels were procreating with people when actually it wasn't angels. It was extraterrestrials who are mistaken as angels. A lot of times uh, they're mistaken as, as angels, but then again, I can't wait to find out what in the heck we call angels when we don't have the word for it. I don't think we need the word though. When we you don't back you home. Don't. Yeah. It's the same thing how I've been as of late, spirit shows me, right? That when people try to understand from our human perspective and we get some interesting questions, that's why we started this show too. But I, to describe it almost like this is like a rental vehicle. Like this is just our vehicle for this lifetime. And I think it, I think it was on a show on the angel rock. I had promised everybody. I said, when it's your turn to go back home and I am back home, let's find each other. Even if you don't believe in the afterlife and you can tell me what your thoughts are when I meet up with you there. That's how sure I am of it. (laughs) Stephen Wright, Wright, he's a comedian from way back in the 70s. Mm -hmm. He tells this joke about two very small babies born with, you know, different mothers. They're laid down next to each other in the um, in the ward, you know, the baby ward. And they both kind of look at each other. And then the nurses come, take them away, give them to their moms. And by some stroke chance, both these babies now are in their 90s and they're both back in the hospital because they're like in hospice or something. And they lay down next to each other again and they recognize each other. And one turns his head, looks at the other and says, so how was it? That's that's the coolest thing. That's, That's literally the attitude that I've 
adopted for the rest of my life here is that I'm just enjoying it and I can't wait when I think it's going to be great when I go back and go, that was weird, you know, or say whatever. That was a trip. <laughs> yeah, that was a trip. That was awesome, you know, and then say, hey, I want to go back there again, but I want to remember just a little bit more, you know. Well, so there was a picture that's been going viral of this girl when she was a little girl and she was at Disneyland and I think she's posing with her brother and she never realized she's now married until she they were going back through old photos and she looks in the background and who does she see? Her now husband as a little child. They didn't know each other. They happened to be in the same place, same photo, and he's in the background. That is very cool. That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> It's always weird. It's always weird. The one thing I do now is that even some of the people that you meet for like five minutes, they could be like your best friend on the other side. And you said, well, we're just going to meet up for five minutes for something. And that's I have it. a story like that. I'm going to grab an aspirin real quick. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. go ahead. I have a story like that. Um, my boyfriend, when I was in high school, broke up with me just before prom two weeks before he was, uh, I think we'd been going out a year and a half or so. And, and I just decided I wasn't going to go to prom. And I got asked at the last moment. And I thought, ah, it's better than sitting home. Sure. Okay, I'll go. And there was another girl that was going at the last minute. We weren't close friends. We we're just sort of acquaintances. We knew each other. And she said, who are you sitting with? And I said, I don't know. It's kind of last minute. And she said, well, I'm doing the same thing. Do you want to sit together? And I said, sure. Okay. And we got there before she did. And we were at a back table in this giant hall. There had to be probably at least 400 people in this hall. And this guy walks in at the doorway. I happen to turn at the exact moment he walks in. Our eyes meet. And I swear to God to you, and I didn't know about these things back then. It was like all the lifetimes we'd ever had together flashed before my eyes. And who walks in behind her? My acquaintance friend who we had agreed to sit together. And it was like I had known that man my entire life. Like, ever, like David, I don't know if you were hearing what I was talking about. Like I no, said, every it was the most, it was like time stood still when we saw each other. And like I said, there were 400 people in the room. And for me to turn at the exact same time when he was coming in the doorway, and then it happens to be the date of the acquaintance I'm sitting with. And we ended up going out we were even engaged actually for seven years we're still very very good friends but i've never had an experience like that in my lifetime but i know for a fact beyond a shadow of a doubt him and i have spent hundreds if not thousands of lifetimes together because it oh, yeah. literally time stood still when it happened it's just feelings that you know it my uncle neil i think i've told you about if you guys were to see a picture of my uncle neil when he was younger, when we were both like 9, 10, 11, 12, almost up to 20, we resemble each other quite a bit. The only difference between us is the hair color. He had, he had darker hair. I have blonder hair, but actually my hair is actually darker than it is nowadays. But anyway, my uncle Neil, when he was in his mid-20s, he had Hodgkin's disease and he passed away from that. This is years ago before they had any cures for anything. Okay. This is a long time ago. Cause right now he'd probably be a hundred years old. Um, but anyway, 
he, uh, when I was about the same age, I didn't even know my uncle Neil yet. I didn't know about him much. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen the pictures or talked to my grandparents much. I started to get symptoms of Hodgkin's disease. I had to go to the hospital. They, they finally did a biopsy on my lymph nodes. I still have the scar. They just had to check this out. This was a long time ago. This was, you know, over a quarter of a century ago. So this was like 27 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't have it. It all of a sudden went away. They did the surgery. It was like two days later. I was fine. And they checked me over and they said, we don't know what happened, but he's fine. They told my mom he's fine because I was getting so sick. I was losing weight. I was I was throwing up. I was everything was happening to me. And then it went away. And I thought about this and I hadn't got an answer on this. So I don't know the sh same thing. They're like, they wonder if you guys are sharing something, some kind of memory of soul memory because of the fact I ended up having his uh, same his same uh, symptoms and all that stuff. Although I don't know enough about him to know some, you know, of course I've have, I have my crazy friends that go, we're just a reincarnation of him, which, you know, could be because of the fact he died way before I was born. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I, I still, as much, there's a picture. I'm going to get it to you, Laura Lee. My mom's got it. He's wearing this little uniform thing. And if you look at it, my mom said, they, she thought at first, she goes, even I thought this was you. I told my mom, I said, where'd you get this picture of David? And she said, that's not David, that's Neil. And she's like, what? We 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 do have the same exact smile. So maybe we just look a lot alike. I don't know. That thought crossed my mind. But I can tell you the day I gave birth to my second son. And I, I ever since I was a little girl. I now know it was my guides telling me I was going to have three boys. I did not have three. I lost a baby at 50. Um, was it planned? It was a beautiful surprise, but I lost that baby. But I have two boys, and I knew what their names were going to be. But when I gave birth to Justin, going backwards, I had my mom had two younger brothers that were like my older brothers. My grandmother named her children strange names. So his name was Buster, and he died of lymphoma at a very young age. He was in his early 20s. And uh, the day my son was born, I, my parents hadn't, I think it was, they were on their way to the hospital and I was talking to them and I said, you're never gonna believe who he looks like. And my mother said, who? And I said, your brother Buster, and his name is Justin. And I've often wondered, I am serious, I have often wondered if maybe he came back and- You know what, if you think about it this way, Laura Lee, mm -hmm. you, you are your own ancestor in a way. You could be your own ancestor in a way. You could have played the part of a mom who had, you know, is, so it could be our ancestors. I guess it does make sense too. If everything's in the now, we would be our own ancestors. Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe not, he chose to have this experience instead of being my uncle, chose yeah. to be my child. And, um, you know, my son has, like I've talked about him oftentimes with severe autism, but to experience a lifetime about what that would be like. It was the it craziest was thing that I heard that that made sense to me. And it wasn't crazy to me at the time. Mm -hmm. I did a reading. A, this is a reading a while back. Mm -hmm. And let me see how this goes so I can make it make sense. So I was taught, she was 
I was talking about, she had a little child and I, the child wasn't in the reading, but mm -hmm. she asked something about her little child. And I went on and on and I said, and I didn't know at the time, I went on and on and I said, you know what? I said, your child now, the reason there's something so fascinating about her is because she tried to come back in here before, but she didn't make it, but she came back again in your family. And that poor woman goes, oh my God. She goes, I didn't tell you, I, she had a miscarriage before this child. And I said, this very well could be the child came back again. And I've heard that many times. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, you know, and that's what I want to say. This is from, of course, mine and Laura Lee's belief system. Yeah. And, and from what we know. But, but, but I'll tell you, just from the experiences we've had with this, there is no child is, I mean, no child who didn't make it in here is, confused or anything else or oh, stuck no. or like something on the other side they simply didn't come in at that time for whatever reason it's not my business what the reason is i'm but gonna read nicole's souls always find a way to come back that's in. what i was gonna say i'm gonna read nicole's uh because it's an interesting point she made but i was just gonna to support what you're saying david there was um a mom who shared a story of she went through miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage and the pregnancy before this child that she finally carried that it was a, it was a stillbirth and these parents were heartbroken after the amount of loss they'd had and when their son started to speak he was about three or four and he started saying i'm so glad i got to meet you as my mom and the in appropriate age language obviously but basically yeah. what this child was able to tell her was he wasn't able to to be born like with the miscarriages he because he was very afraid and he would change his mind he said and the last time he said i had enough courage he didn't use the word courage obviously as a little yeah. child but that is why he was there it was such a profound story to hear out of the mouth of babes if you will and i'm using much more adult language with them, but it's very clear what this child was saying about why. And I have yet to run in, and I'm going to know you're going to second this before we read Nicole's point, a child that somebody has lost, whether it's a stillbirth or a miscarriage or what have you, that child is well loved and taken care of on the other side, either helping you and your family, or they come back in a different capacity, like Dave said, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some people in, in this is hard to believe too. Some children and parents make that deal that they're not going to stay here long for whatever reason that yeah. they have to learn something or that they're not going to come in. But that spirit might have wanted to experience that small amount yep. of time. And, mm -hmm. you know, we never know. We don't know. Um, I do know this for sure. I mean, if, as far as I'm concerned, I know this for sure. There is no child that was hurt or taken. The spirit knows if it's not going to make it in and the spirit is going to not go through with the mission, with the mission to come in. You know, if they know they've, they've, I've heard from spirits say that, they were going to come in and they started to come in, but the mom, uh, one, one story was the mom was in an extremely abusive relationship with the husband and the husband was a very bad person. It went wrong. So instead of the, 
baby coming in at that time, which probably would have been awful, something happened to the mother and she lost the baby. And then the baby came back again after the mother left that husband. She came back from another husband. So I, we don't know. And, you know, some people go, well, you can't prove that, David. Now, maybe I can't prove it. But I'll tell you, I have all the emotional and physical evidence that I heard. So I, I just think that they're all fine. Everybody's fine at some point, And there's no such thing as death. I do think I to say. hear this, though, too, David, because a lot of people, I always say as a mom, especially, we don't just give birth to children. We give birth to guilt. It's also with parents, whether you're a pet yeah. parent, whether you're a child parent, whatever. And it's so devastating and traumatic to lose a child when you're oh, yeah. pregnant. So I'm hoping if anybody hearing this, it'll give you some comfort that that child's not alone. That child knows you very well. And if that child is in spirit, the child is around you. And most you. likely will come back to you in some form. Yeah. They're not Sometimes alone. Yeah. Sometimes if a child can't come in with one family, that child will say, yeah. oh, I didn't make it into this one, but I still need to be within this family unit to learn what I wanted to learn. It could, be one, of your kids. Or... Yeah, it could be one of your kids' kids later on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Nicole, our birthday girl, we are almost out of time, all of you. I oh, swear yeah. to God, this goes by so fast. So Nicole says, I'm a teacher and worked with a lady years ago. We found out our sons were born on the same day. We then found out or found out when we looked at pictures my family took at the hospital. Her family was in the, I guess, her picture and vice versa. And then she says, I taught her son in preschool and we found out we had the same doctor while I was waiting for the doctor. He was doing her C-section. It was so odd. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. So you guys, you guys had some paths. Yeah, you guys had some cross, yeah, some big time crossing paths. I think that's really cool when that happens. It is, it is, it's so cool. I've had patients, and I've told some of these stories sometimes where like because I worked in the NICU looking after little ones that were sick. Oh, is that Carmel? Yep, he was sitting up here. Hi, baby. And then there's, um, I've looked after them when I was in the community and then I've run into the parents and, you know, it's, it's just interesting the way life intersects that way. But I want to remind people, uh, and I should have done this earlier, but we were so deep in discussion that you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 out of New Orleans, Louisiana. You're listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed on UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Also, don't forget that the network is on TV now. We have a Roku channel, and you can find that going to the channel store, looking up UFO Space P as in paranormal, and you're going to get it. You're going to be looking for UFO Space Paranormal and United Public Radio. And also, we need stories. We need pictures. And if you're in the paranormal world and you're comfortable being on camera and playing nice with a panel. We may even consider doing that. We've talked about, we haven't made a hard and fast decision, have we, Dave, about our Halloween show, what we're going to do Thursday on the 26th, right? Yep, and we'll figure out something fun. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you a quick story, you guys, just so you know. Like, And I'll use this kitty, for example, because this is a real-life story. Okay. I had another cat named Charles. Charles was 14 for a long time. So... Charles got really sick, and when he got really sick, I got down there and I said, please don't leave yet. I'm not ready for you to go yet, blah, blah, blah. Short, Long story short, he all of a sudden got fine. He was fine. And then a couple of days later, 
this guy, my dad found this little guy in a storm, in a, in a thunderstorm. He was a tiny little kitty and he walked up to my dad's little squad car. My dad was a security guy and my dad brought him home to me, brought this home. And then a couple of weeks later, my cat decided that he was ready to go. So that cat passed away, but that cat didn't go because I was so, I kept telling him I wasn't ready. This cat was brought to me while that cat passed away. So things always at some point do work themselves out. I mean, I don't know the reasoning behind it, but I'm sure in my heart that that cat was brought to me because the other cat just really wanted to go back. <laughs> and he, did, he, hung out, he hung out another two weeks with me. Ah, and that's a beautiful story. I mean, that's something we can talk about again, because I know Dave and I've talked about this off air too, about whether, and we did a bit one time, but about whether our animals can come back to us and oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff. And if you guys have ideas, we want to hear this. Like I said, the same for Halloween. We want to make this super fun. Uh, Kevin, Z Sun Dragon. Hi, he must just got off work. He just joined us. We were talking water spirits tonight, Kevin, but he sent me a story. So if you've got a spooky story you want to share or spooky pictures or maybe you're not even sure what's in it or anything like yeah. that EVPs or send them on over yeah Dave or I so Dave how can they get a hold of you yeah so if you guys want to send me any picture stories or anything you can write to me at david at theywhispertome.com my website is theywhispertome.com if you want to book a reading for anything um, I have a YouTube channel and Facebook uh, group called The Spirit Experience, and you can find Medium David Hansel. If you type that in, I'm on most social media platforms. And lastly, I have a, another podcast called Mystic Stew, which I'm not quite sure, you guys, how long I'm going to keep it for. Um, but right now, you can find it on just about any panel. And that is about it so far. You guys, thank you so much for listening to us. And like I said, if you guys have something you want to talk to us about, write to me or get hold of Laura Lee and she's going to tell you how right now. And just so you know, for both of us, we never message anybody soliciting Ever. readings or telling you, oh, I feel a special energy about you. Contact me. None of that stuff. We don't do that. So Kevin says he's got more stories. Jane, Janie hey, says. Very interesting show. Thank you. So, um, yes, you can get a hold of... Oh, I know what I was going to say quickly. I haven't talked to Dave about this yet, but I've been working on some Halloween stuff too. So we, I would like to, but of course I'll have to ask Dave about it. I'm sure he won't say no, but even uh, giving a few prizes on our Halloween show. Absolutely children. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not that far away. Times go faster. So anyways, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can uh, to book a reading, get a show idea, guest suggestion, Halloween stuff we're looking for. Um, you want an energy healing session, whatever that may be. I do mentoring as well. You can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. I have two groups on paranormal on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal, Angel Rocker Tribe for all things more spiritual. I have not been good lately. David has been trying, but I'm trying now. Uh, Thanksgiving will be out of the way to meet up with Dave. We do try to go live on Dave's TikTok, either Wednesday nights or Thursdays to help promote the show. We do some readings, you answer questions, things like that. And please stay tuned on um, Monday for the Angel Rock. I do that show on my own. It is from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it is going to be live this Monday. It's Canadian Thanksgiving, but I will say happy Thanksgiving to my fellow Canadians, but we will still be live. 
I think that's everything I want to. Oh, now I know what I forgot. If you guys are loving the paranormal, stay tuned, please, for Philip and Julia Syracuse coming up right next with the Horsefly Chronicles. Okay, Dave, are you ready? We're going to try it. We're going to try One, it. Two, three. What's, What's at the foot of your bed? No, I didn't come out again. We're gonna check you guys. You guys, just so you know, she's in one country, I'm in another, and we have a little lag, so we're trying to get it. This is our thing at the end of every show. We say when we get it perfect, we get to pick somebody each. We're going to give away a rating. So we have not forgot. That's why we try it every week. (laughs) So we'll see you next time. Jane, very much. I made you uh, nine months now. Yeah, Mary Nolan's just back, and we're just signing off. He said, "Have it." Kevin said, "Have a great evening." Uh, Excited to rewatch. Well, thank you for being here, everybody. You like? Oh, thank you. Okay, we send you all so much love and light. I'll see you Monday. Otherwise, we will be here next Thursday, same time, same space. When's the next show? Next Thursday, always Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here when you've been watching it on Facebook or YouTube, Barry Mellon, and we're glad that you're here. There's always a replay. So don't worry, you can always watch back or listen wherever podcasts or talk radio are carried or YouTube and Facebook have the videos. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Stay spooky. Spooky season.